Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. Welcome back to The Motivated Mind, a top 100 health podcast, thanks to each of you. This is episode 260, and I'm your host, Scott Lynch. Thanks so much for listening. If I brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe or follow button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what you want to hear more of. And please be sure to share the podcast. You can learn all the skills in the world, math, business, writing, but the right mindset will always trump them all. It's the great unlock to all other skills. Success and happiness come down to one single component, and that's mindset. In order to achieve our goals in life, our mindset needs to match those aspirations. And this is exactly what I pack into my free weekly newsletter. As a free subscriber, you receive the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter once per week, where I break down step-by-step processes to master your mindset and practical growth tips. If you haven't subscribed, but you enjoy the content I drop on this podcast, then you're missing out. Click the link in the show notes to subscribe for free to the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. How much do you know about your emotions? Chances are you think you know quite a bit. After all, we experience emotions every single day, so it's only natural that we would have a good understanding of them. But as it turns out, there's a lot more to our emotions than meets the eye. Understanding how our emotions work empowers us to navigate them more effectively. So, what are some fascinating facts about our emotions and how can we better understand them and learn to leverage them? Number one, there are eight basic emotions. Joy, sadness, fear, disgust, surprise, anticipation, anger, 
and trust. A scientist named Robert Plutchik created a great illustration that you can look up called the Wheel of Emotions. This helps to illustrate these eight emotions in a compelling way. It shows visually the dynamics of emotions, like what happens to an emotion when it's left unchecked, and what we get when we combine two emotions like anticipation and joy. So, let's take a closer look at each of these eight emotions, but specifically three aspects. Number one, our typical sensations when we encounter these emotions. Number two, what the emotion is telling us. And lastly, number three, how the emotion can help us. Let's start with joy. It gives us a sense of energy and possibility. Joy signals to us that life is going well. It helps to spark creativity, connection, and gives us energy. Sadness, it gives us the sensation of feeling heavy. Sadness is signaling that love is going away. It can help us focus on what's important to us. Fear, it gives us a sensation of agitation. Fear normally signals that something we care about is at risk. It can help us protect what we care about. Disgust. It gives us a sensation of bitterness and unwantedness. Disgust normally signals that something is wrong. Rules are violated. It can help us notice that something is unsafe or wrong. Surprise. It gives us the heart-pounding sensation. Surprise signals that something new happened. It can help us pay attention to what's right in front of us. Anticipation. It gives us a sensation of being alert and exploring. Anticipation informs us that change is happening. It can help us look ahead at what might be coming. Anger. It gives us a sensation of strength and heat. Anger tells us that something is in the way. It can help provide us with energy to break through a barrier. And lastly, trust. It gives us a sensation of warmth. Trust informs us that something is safe. It can help us to be open, to connect, to build alliances. Having the knowledge of each of these emotions can be extremely informative as we learn to leverage them in our own lives. Number two, emotions are neutral. As humans, we have a crazy urge and tendency to label everything, putting everything in buckets. Now, some emotions are not inherently good and others bad. To most of us, it may seem that way since, for example, joy seems to be a clear winner over sadness because who wants to be sad, right? But there are two problems with this way of thinking. The first problem is that joy and sadness have more in common than we think. Joy means that we get something we care about. Sadness 
means we lose something that we care about. So they are really two sides of the same need, which means that we couldn't have one without the other. And the second problem is that every emotion is simply a signal delivering a message. Even difficult emotions like fear, anger, or sadness are serving an important function. Let's look at another example, specifically around an emotion like jealousy. When we feel jealous, we may perceive that feeling as negative, but the feeling itself may simply be telling us that another person possesses a quality that we are seeking. The emotion is communicating a need we have. At that point, we can either respond to the emotion with judgment or hostility toward ourselves or the other person, or we can channel that jealousy into productive action towards meeting that need within ourselves. So why does it matter whether we see emotions as being positive or negative? Well, our interpretation of emotions can have a significant impact on our mental and physical health. If we view emotions as being bad or negative, then we're more likely to try to suppress them. On the other hand, if we accept emotions as being neutral, then we can learn to ride the wave of our emotions without getting swept away by them. Number three, emotions function to guide us. Emotions provide essential information that helps us navigate the world. They help us understand our environment and make decisions. However, in order for emotions to guide us effectively, we must be aware of them and understand what they are trying to tell us. Emotions focus our attention. They motivate us towards a specific course of action. In other words, each emotion has a purpose. For example, anger, as we discussed earlier, it's a signal that our path is blocked. It focuses our attention on the threat and motivates a response of fighting or pushing through the obstacle. Sure, it can be used destructively, of course, but it also gives us the energy to find solutions to pressing problems. So what about another emotion, something like joy? Joy focuses our attention on an opportunity and motivates us to do more of whatever we are doing. We feel joy when we experience meaning and connection. The purpose of the emotion is to tell us that those are good things, which we should seek out. When we pay attention to our emotions, we can use them as signals to help us make decisions. For example, the other day, I was feeling so overwhelmed. I was too busy and my head was swimming. Taking a step back 
I analyzed why I felt overwhelmed. And I asked myself, what was the purpose of that feeling? To let me know that I needed to prioritize. Emotions hold a lot of information, but only if we take the time to analyze them and allow them to guide us. Understanding how our emotions work empowers us to navigate them more effectively. By understanding how emotions function, we can use them to our advantage by paying attention to their signals and using them to make informed decisions about our lives. Number four, emotions are contagious. Have you ever noticed that you tend to feel the same emotions as the people around you? You know how when you see someone else smiling, it's hard not to smile yourself, right? Or how hearing someone else laugh can make you start laughing even if you don't know what they're laughing about. This phenomenon is called emotional contagion. And it's one of the ways that emotions spread throughout groups of people. Emotions spread between people like a virus. And this happens even if we're not paying attention to our emotions. So whether we're in a group or with one other person, we can catch both positive and negative emotions. So you may be wondering, how is this possible? Well, it has to do with how we've evolved over time. Just like every other aspect of our lives, our emotions have been shaped by millions of years of evolution. Humans have only survived and thrived in groups because we are in fact social creatures. And because of this, we have a tendency to pick up on each other's emotional states. Think about it this way. If you see fear on someone's face, you are more likely to survive if you react quickly, if your own fear response is activated instantaneously. It could be the difference between getting eaten by that tiger your friend just saw or getting away. Now, of course, this is an extreme example, but nonetheless, the principles of this behavior are the same. And it's not just fear. We are constantly sending and picking up emotional messages through a number of mechanisms. Things like voice inflection, facial expressions, posture, and specific behavioral patterns. All of these examples are an incredibly important form of communication that we all partake in, even if we don't realize it. What's even more fascinating is that these communication patterns are so deeply wired in us that we unknowingly imitate the slowness of old individuals. The next time you interact with an older individual, try to take a step back and reflect on your behavior and your communication patterns. And as, as if we needed further proof, a study by Meta and Cornell University found that emotional contagion even happens on social media. We are deeply wired. So next time you find yourself around someone 
who is angry or sad, be mindful of the effect it might be having on your own mood. Number five, emotions are absorbed in the body in about six seconds. Each burst of emotion chemicals from the time they're produced to the time they're completely broken down and absorbed lasts only about six seconds. And this is critical to understand because this means that if we're feeling something for longer than six seconds, we are at some level choosing to recreate and refuel those feelings. Now, sometimes that can be a good thing. For example, back when we were still being hunted down by tigers or lions, those fear chemicals helped save our lives. However, sometimes it can do the opposite, paralyzing us to move at all or influencing us to make impulsive decisions. Have you ever made a decision that you later regretted? Chances are your emotions played a role in that decision. Studies have shown that when we're feeling emotional, we're more likely to make impulsive decisions without thinking things through properly. So next time you're feeling anger, sadness, or any other strong emotion, take a step back and wait for the feeling to pass before making any big decisions. Now, let's explore the suppression of our emotions. When we decide to suppress our emotions, we can massively affect our health. Trying to bottle up our feelings can actually lead to physical health problems, things like headaches, ulcers, and even heart disease. Alternatively, emotions such as happiness have been linked to improved immunity and increased cardiovascular health. It's important that we find healthy ways to express our emotions instead of bottling them up inside. We can accomplish this by talking to a trusted friend or family member, journaling, or even screaming into a pillow. Each of these tactics can help to relieve that pent-up emotion in a healthy way. What's critical is really three components. Recognizing what emotions we are feeling, evaluating its purpose relative to our circumstances, and lastly, deciding whether to recreate it. This is what emotional intelligence is all about. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into five fascinating facts about our emotions. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it, on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Motivated Scott. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all, and thanks so much for listening.
The Motivated Mind is a legacy division.